0: for the nugget first. And then we'll... It is better to be alone. It is better to be alone. Everybody. <laughs> it is better to be alone than to be in bad company. That was uh, a good saying by... George Washington. So, Father, we're praising you. We just give you thanks right now for this service, Father God. We thank you, Lord, that you ministered to us, Father God, in our worship and praise unto you. Now, Father God, we're asking that your Holy Spirit, who resides within us, Father God, would make the Word, Father God, come alive in each and every one of us, that we may gain greater revelation in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, it's the Spirit that uses the Word of God to build... Christ-like qualities in our life, Amen. Glory to God. Okay. Um, as we grow in life, there is no guarantee that we will maintain good sense. Mm, some of you, hello. Let's see, age alone is no guarantee of maturity or freedom from error. Okay. As we learned previously in Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23. So, some of us weren't there for that. So, we'll just turn back to Proverbs um, 4, pardon me. Proverbs chapter 4. Let's look at this for a second. Proverbs chapter 4. And we will look at verse 23. It says, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. And from the NIV, it says, above all else, guard your heart, for it is the wellspring of life. Glory to God. So we found out that guarding our heart is essential to our well-being. Okay. And uh, we looked at four ways that uh, the heart is to be guarded. And we're just going to give you a quick synopsis of each one. First, recognize that the treasure of your heart, the treasure of your heart, we are told to guard it. So your heart, you need to, whatever is coming against it, or you know, you need to guard it. Two, you need to priorita- prioritize things in your life. Yeah. We need to be careful what we, we admit into our lives. Okay? Yeah, some of us do some crazy things. We put, you know. Men, third thing, we need to prioritize the trash. Prioritize the trash. That means remove all dirt and and debris and garbage that are in our lives. Okay. Then, fourthly, we must be energized with the truth. Remain true. Focused on God's word. Okay. So that you got that. That was all of last sermon. Okay. So now, from there, we're going to go to now to the book of Psalms. Back up from. Proverbs, go back to the book of Psalms, and find the fifty-first chapter of Psalms. I know some of you are not hearing pages turned because they don't use the paper Bible; they use the electronic Bibles, and I, like, you know, they get there before I do. in this, you know, Psalms fifty-one is is a favorite of mine. And if you are uh, wanting to give this a title, Create in Me. Create in Me. Psalm 51 uh, is penned by David at a time in his life when he felt separated from God. Um, David had not guarded his life. So, kind of a playback on the last sermon. David, David became so consumed, listen to this, with his own accomplishments. Wow, you know. That he pushed God aside. Anybody ever do that? A couple of you are shaking your heads. The rest of you will call you up for prayer. (laughs) Um, Self-indulgence always breeds ugliness. Self-indulgence always breeds ugliness. It opens the door to lust, hate, and even murder, as in the case of David. Um, This Psalm 51 tells of David's heart trouble. A troubled past, a heart filled with guilt and shame, sins committed before the, the eyes of the Lord. Guilt of sin weighs heavily on the heart and minds of people. I mean... Unless you're just completely out there. I mean, you know, as a Christian, if you, if you blow it, boy, it just, just like, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's terrible. You get around people that are the Christians and you just feel like, ooh, they, they know it, they know it. <laughs> you know, you feel just, uh, it, it, you just feel bad, okay? Um, And there's certain things that bring greater burdens to the soul than others. So we're not going to go into, you know, all sin. Being a little is still going to eliminate you from God's presence. So uh, whether it's a sin of this or that, or just the little, the little sin of telling a white lie, it's still going to separate you from God. So, you know, let's, let's put it that way. All sin is bad. Okay. So... Uh, we are going to read Psalms 51 um, and look at David's outcry for mercy and self-examination. So we will begin with verse one. We'll go all the way to verse 12. Have mercy, me. Uh, this is going to be from the King James. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to Thy loving kindness, according to Thy multi- unto the multitudes of Thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions, boy. What? Thoughtfulness. Boy, he knew, knew God had had loving kindness and, and he's crying out for mercy. Uh, oftentimes we think our, our, our sins are so small that we don't need to do these, but you know, like I said, it separates us. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgression and my sin is ever before me. Wow. This is something we all need to do. Against thee, and thee only have I sinned, and this, and, and done this evil in thy sight, that thou might be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shapen in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, thou desires truth in my inward part. Look at that, desires truth in our inward part. That's where we hold things. This is the heart. This is where we... He said, Lord, you want my inner parts pure and clean. Whoa. David is telling us what we need to know. If you didn't know it, now you're going to learn it. Or then, you're going to learn it now. Okay? And the hidden parts that hast made me known the wisdom. Purge me with hyssop and, thou sh- and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than the snow. Make me hear Joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast uh, broken may rejoice. Hide thy, hide thy face from my sins, and blot out my iniquities. Here we go. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit with me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy. The joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy spirit, free spirit. You know, when, when I, Lord, you know, when I when I went astray, you're getting a two, um, you know, just like I said, when you turn your back to God and you start doing your own thing, uh, it was hard. I mean, "Quote: I enjoyed what I was doing, and and says, sin for a season is joyful, but then you know the season ends and pretty oh boy it is just uh, ah feel like you're in a slime pit and you can't get out of it. Wow, it's bad. Wow." Maybe you've never experienced that. I hope you never have to. Uh, but uh, just, just a word of warning, just like David said here. Hey, don't get messed up. Yeah. Because it's hard. It's hard. And you got, you, we need to just kind of kind of stir the pot sometimes, remove the, the callous stuff. This is what David says: Hey, I found out. Hey, Lord, you're, you're merciful and you're going to do something. I'm crying out for you to change me, clean my heart. Look at that. Create in me a new heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit within me. Oh, what a cry, what a heart, Heart. you know. It's obvious that David had been convicted by his sin and his guilt. Um, David had not fooled anybody. You know, we think we got, oh, I got this thing covered, nobody's going to find out, and boy, it's like a... Blurring red hat or something or a neon sign above your head, sin, sin, you know, you, you, you don't. Well, that's what it feels like. I mean, people look at you and you know, they're, they know, you know, I'll put it this way. When I was sitting, sitting in, in, in the chairs like you are, and the pastor would say this, he said, ah, he, how did he know? You know? That's just the Holy Spirit just kind of tapping on your heart there. Because, you know, like I said, he'll make greater revelation than what you hear. He'll open it up to you. And this is what we need. Amen? Amen. He knew that his disobedience and sin broke a relationship with God. And boy, did did I know that. (laughs) Should I go into that church? You know, should I go, you know, because, you know, man, I, I just can't go into it. It's, it's not this way. But he wants us to come in. He wants us to, to just open up and just, hey, he wants to clean us up. But David says, clean me up, clean me up. Amen. Glory to God. Uh, people give way to sin because they don't have a fullness of joy and gladness anymore. So if you're not having any joy in the Lord, something is probing in there, okay? Because their spirits are not steadfast and firm and established, they begin to waver. I hope none of you none of you are feeling this wavering. You know. What did Jesus say to Peter? You're like a you're wavering. Why? We, we want to be in the world, and we want to be on, on right with God. We want to be, oh, this is good, but that's better over here. We can't, we can't do this. Life is, just like she showed that rope there, life is, you know, in, in this, what, what, are we willing to sacrifice in this little red section, that rope, the rest of eternity? Well, you know, some of them are so deceived that we are, well, you know, I gave by with it. Hey, no, the Lord's telling us, let's clean up, okay? At least David's telling us that way, okay? Um, they are enticed to give, give, give away what God has given them for that season. Wow. As a result, David's spirit... His heart was broken, broken to the point of contrition. David's heart wasn't broken because he was dumped by a girlfriend. <laughs> or he was dumped by his wife <laughs> that has left him. His heart was broken because of sin. He broke his own heart. I mean, you know, some of us, you know, you haven't broken your heart, but you kind of, kind of put a twist to it. Nobody's out there admitting anything. Yes. Yeah, we all kind of kind of kind of twist things sometimes. you know, you know, everybody else is doing it, Lord. Oh boy. You break your own heart that way. Verses 10 and 12, uh, 10 and 12 again. 10 through 12. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of salvation, Amen. and uphold me with thy free spirit. This is a spirit of repentance. We need a spirit of repentance. Jump up to verse 6. Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts. In the hidden parts. Wow. Like I said, all of us have a tendency to have little areas in our heart that we kind of, you know, it's closed up and nobody else is going to know about it. And I just can enjoy what I enjoy, you know. Some of you are shaking your head. The other ones are, well, okay. <laughs> there, are, there are areas in your heart, our hearts that we don't want God to get, get a hold of. But he says... I want you to clean you out. I want you perfect. Be holy as I am holy. Oh, boy. God wants to dismantle those strongholds, those little dark areas in our lives, to make us complete. Oh, complete. Wow. Uh, David realized he had foolishly destroyed something precious. And he cried out for restoration with God. Hallelujah. Although his heart was crushed by his shame and sorrow over sin, he knew that God was merciful. That is something that we all need to have a line on. That God is merciful. That he's not up there just, Okay, I see you're doing it wrong this time. Here you go. Oh, stepping out. Step out a little bit further, Laurel. No, he doesn't do that. He's, want, he, he's wanting us to put us back on solid, solid ground. You know, we're supposed to be on solid ground, but sometimes we get, you know, step over here. It's like quicksand. It's drawing me in. Oh, it's drawing me in. No. It's not the quicksand. We need to stay on the rock. Amen. It's not slippery. Amen. Hallelujah. Once sins are, for, are confessed. Here, David can, has confessed, okay? Once sins are confessed, they are forgiven. They are purged. Hallelujah. Amen. That's how we got there in the first place, right? Then David begged God. Beg God for His choicest gifts. What are the choicest gifts? Look at it. Verse 12. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Yes. There is the precious gift. Yes. I mean, you can dance all over the place. <laughs> because you know, yes. with that salvation, you are now in heaven. Yes. I mean, yes. the joy of salvation. Glory to God. God, hallelujah. We need to, we need to come alive. Amen. We need that joy. If you're not having that joy, something's wrong. Uh-oh, so I'm stepping on some people's toes. Okay. His choices, gifts, gifts. Restoration of joy. Being in God's presence once again. And having the Holy Spirit leading and guiding us. Hallelujah. You know, the Holy Spirit is always with us, but, you know, we're wanting to shut the door on him so often, too often at times. He wants that door wide open, Amen. just like in Revelations. Jesus is at the door. Who's he talking to? Church. He's talking to the church. He's not talking to the outside world. Some of, some of us in the church have closed the door to Jesus. Okay. Thank you. We need a spirit of confession. Sin is like garbage in our lives. Hello. You know, in fact, when we were all born, we had garbage. The baby hand, you know, it's small. But we all have garbage bags in our lives. You know, it's just a little thing. We tell the kids, don't do that. (laughs) And guess what? It starts to get pretty good size. Hello. You know, after a while, you know, Sin gets to be heavy, you know. These kids are. That's why we we train up a child in way he should go or she should go, and they'll not fill up a garbage bag because they'll have, they'll be able to walk clean. But of course, uh, some of us dilly dally dilly dally around it. We need a spirit. Of, we need. To, Confession, but confession isn't enough. Yeah. Confession without repentance is like dumping the garbage out. Okay, Lord, here it is. Yes, I, I confess that, Lord. Look at that, Lord. I, yeah, that's it. Oh, and this one, I remember that one. And I did this one. And we pick it back up. That's confession but you still got the garbage bag. Something's wrong with life. It's still. Hello. Are you over there? Soon, we become adults. <laughs> you know, Uncle Sam wants his money, but, uh, you know, Everybody does it so. You know, the guys at the office do it, you know. And we just keep on carrying this bag. Hello. Yeah, like I said, we dump it all out and we just put it back in and say, Yeah, God, I confessed it. But is there any repentance? Repentance is is taking the bag and putting it at the foot of the cross. And letting it go. Amen. Let it go. Don't pick up the bag. Right? It's always true. But. <laughs> we somehow. <laughs> find other things that. uh Oh, this one's good, too. We just keep on filling this thing up. Wow. Again, we need confession and repentance. First John 1, 9 removes it right away. We don't have to fill up another bag. Glory to God. Hallelujah for that. <sighs> confession well, repentance doesn't have any effect on our life. We need that. Repentance. Amen. Confession without repentance does not mend relationships. Confession is like driving a car without wheels and tires. You're not going to go anywhere. Hello. Repentance is leaving all at the things at the cross. And walking away, walking away with a clean heart, with the right spirit. We're just about done. Glory to God, you're going to get out so early today. Well, I got another one here. (laughs) Repentance means turning around. 180 degrees, not just rotating around back to the same spot. Just 180 and leaving, okay? Repentance means to be headed in God's direction, not our own way, okay? With the garbage gone and with a new heart, we can experience God's forgiveness. And we can have that joy of salvation, amen. Amen. So, Psalms 51 is not about sin and confession. Or repentance. This Psalm is not to tell us how rotten David was. You know, I think we could all put our names in Psalms 51 at the heading and there's a lot of things that would come up, okay. This, This Psalm 51 is talking about God, about His love, His mercy, and His grace. Glory to God, hallelujah. It's human to sin Romans, Romans 14 4, 16, I can't remember right now it's, But Romans has, says sin shall have no more dominion over us Amen. okay Amen. we need to hold, hold true to that promise okay sin is a powerful force in life everybody is got a hold of it being held by it Or being strangled by sin, okay? But the truth is, God's love is mercy. And it's all powerful. Amen? Amen? Glory to God. When the garbage is taken out of our lives, many will find love and freedom in God once again. When garbage is taken out of our lives, the lost are found. Amen. Glory to God. When gar garbage is taken our out our lives, the hopelessness is gone, and we are hopeful once again. Amen. The life of David had enormous effect on another man's life. It should be a, an enormous effect on each and every one of us. But there's another one that was affected. You, you remember a man named Saul. He became known as Paul the Apostle. But what did he do? Paul had a troubled heart also. A heart that was filled with guilt and shame. But Paul, uh, Paul, just like David found, God's forgiveness prevailed. And look what Paul accomplished in his life. Whatever you have done, if you have confessed, repented, and gotten that joy of the Lord... Get in, God into God's presence. Have the Holy Spirit. You can accomplish just as much as the Apostle Paul did. God is not a respecter of persons. He's wanting you to step out. He's wanting me to step out. But we've got to take care of those little garbage sacks that keep on coming up. You get something? First John one nine. And every time you need a one of those garbage sacks comes up, you just put First John one nine, throw it away. Amen. Amen. You and I can find the same love, mercy, and forgiveness if we come to the Lord. Confess, repent, ask for restoration, the joy of the Lord's presence, and the Holy Spirit. Do you need garbage taken out today? Garbage to be emptied out. Go from those garbages to freedom, to purity, glory. Look at that. Create in me a a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. What takes place then? Verse 13. Then I will teach transgressors. I will tell others thy ways, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. The only way that people are going to find out is that God loves them. That he's paid the price for them. And all they have to do is accept Jesus. Amen? Amen? Oh, glory to God. Boy, did that fire off quickly. Well, I gave you... Gave you two two hard ones in the past week. Last ones. Let me give you the other nugget. Some of you weren't here for the nugget last week. A bad attitude is like a flat tire. (laughs) A bad attitude is like a flat tire. You need to change it. Okay. Let's have every head bowed and every eye closed. We talked about having a clean heart, but there was garbage that needs to be thrown out. If you happen to be in that area that you know that there needs to be a a cleansing, we'd just like to pray with you. Just raise your hand, and we'll pray with you. There's nobody's going to be looking around. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I see those hands. And Father, we're praising you, we just give you thanks. We come boldly and openly before you, Father God. There are things that in our lives, Father God, that have weighed us down. Father God, you said that as we repent of them, Father God, we repent and we confess, Father God, that we've done wrong in your eyes. We have hurt others, we've hurt ourselves. We place it at the foot of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that we stand cleansed. I thank you, Lord, that you create a new heart in us, that you give us the restoration, Father God, of joy. And, Father God, we praise you from this moment on, Father God, that we walk, Father God, in newness of life. Thank you, Lord, for the boldness, the courage, the strength to follow through on that which you've shown us here today. We praise you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory Amen. to God. Whoa. Well, let's all stand. Hallelujah. I'm going to give everybody a chance uh, to meet the Pullman family. I thank you for coming. We don't, we don't speak in the sanctuary, but we do, sure, sh- sh- out in the uh, foyer, we'll greet you. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks now. Thank you, Lord, that this is the day that you made, and that we rejoice in it, Father God. We rejoice in our salvation. We rejoice, Father God, that you are God. That we have the, your Holy Spirit to lead us and guide us. For the remainder of this day, Father God, I thank you. We are blessed. As we came in and we are being blessed as we go out. And I thank you, Lord, as we come in contact with those, Father, we can bless others. So, Father, we praise you. We just give you thanks. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Amen.